Welcome to the live preaching message from Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and to preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. In the light of His Word, all the glory He shares on our way. When we do His good will, He abides with us still, and with those. Father, we thank you. We will walk with you. We will abide in your word. And your glory shall reflect on our lives. Holy Spirit, we yield to you in every way. Speak to us. We need to hear from you. Show us which way we must walk. Guide us what to do. And give us strength. To live a life of victory. We thank you that we are on your side and you will lead us from victory unto victory. Thank you that our life shall not be a waste, but our life shall be a wonder. Our life shall be glorious. Our life shall be peace. Our life shall be fulfilling. Our life shall be a blessing. Our life shall be an answer because we have received of you, Jesus, a new life. Deliver us from every works of darkness. Deliver us and let your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. I can see that a number of you, you don't go to church until you started coming here or when you were going to church it was just old people and it was boring but you see I don't know I don't know what it is about old people they make everything boring is it because they are about to die or what but but you see they also have a lot of wisdom so I don't know why they don't package themselves so that we can buy their wisdom? If you meet an old person, it's almost like you are meeting the Bible. I'm telling you, if you meet an old person, no matter their level of education, if you meet an old person, it's almost like you are meeting the Bible. I'm telling you. So I don't know why they don't package their wisdom so that we would enjoy it. But may the Lord help us to even enjoy their wisdom no matter how they package it. Amen. So that we would go higher. I said so that we would go higher. Amen. 
than they did. Amen. May the Lord make us parent-honoring young people. Amen. Yeah. May we never be found to despise the wisdom of the aged. But may we harvest it and invest it into our lives. That our lives will be multiple increase of theirs wherever they have failed. Through their wisdom, may we defeat their enemies. And may we go further in this life in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, in 2 Corinthians chapter 15, Chapter 5, verse 15. I have been sharing with you the new life that we have received of Jesus Christ. And in this life, we are not to live for ourselves, but we are to live for Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's, let's understand this and get it clear. If you say you are born again, what you are saying is that you have received a new life from Jesus. Now, if it is a new life from Jesus, then he must have a say in how it is lived. As if it is a new life from Jesus, he must have a say in how it is lived. And if you are a Christian, you are born again, and you don't understand this, then you are not ready for the, for the blessing of the new life. As if you don't understand this, then you are not ready for the blessing of the new life. Amen. And it doesn't matter which church you go to. It's your decision. I said, it's your decision to live the new life that we have found in Christ. And if you have not received the new life, I advise you to receive it. I said, I advise you to receive it. Because the life that you have without Jesus is a life that would come to naught. It's a life that when you have finished living it, you discover that you live for nothing. It's a life that when it is over, you will say, you will say that if this is all life is about, then goats are better. Because at least when they get killed or they die, people get happy. Hallelujah. You see, most human beings without Jesus come to the end of life and they say that life is useless. The only reason why you can discover and say that life is useless is because you lived it without Jesus. And you lived for yourself. May none of here live our lives for ourselves. But may we live for Jesus. Hallelujah. So, as we go through this scripture and try to expand on it, I've been explaining to you that in order to live for Jesus, anybody sleeping by you, tell the person, this is not a sleeping place. Tell the person, I don't believe you. I don't believe what you are doing. 
tell the person, I can't, just shake the person and say, I can't believe what you are doing. Ask the person, could it be a demon that is making you sleep at the wrong time? Tell the person, if you are sleeping in young people's church, then what would you do in old people's church? Hallelujah. Great. So, with this scripture, I explain that living therefore for Jesus and not for yourself would demand you to make sacrifices would demand you to be willing to lose, would demand you to be, to accept that certain things must die. And in the process of all this, suffering is part of it. The good news is that the suffering is not eternal. The suffering is but temporary. Soon, you would discover that it was worth it. Like Paul said, while we look not at things that are seen, but at things that are not seen. Why? Because this suffering that we have to go through is only for a short time. It's only for a short time. And even in normal day-to-day, without Jesus up and down, running up life, you realize that those that are willing to suffer for a short time always have a good reason to enjoy their suffering after they have suffered for a while. Some of you, you are re- the reason why you always are praying for a job is because you refuse to suffer when you were supposed to suffer. It's not that you were not given a fertile and an excellent intelligence, but you chose to, 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 to please yourself when you should be, you should be restraining yourself and suffering to sit down to read. Yeah. Some of you should be doing very high level courses. I mean, some of you, you, should, you are praying for, is it next fast or next fast, next fast, whatever. Whatever is a fast. Whatever fast it is. You see, you are, you are praying for it. But meanwhile, 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 if you had allowed yourself to suffer, if you had accepted suffering, you wouldn't be praying for next fast. You, you'll be having five bursaries. The bursaries are looking for you. That's it. That's the, that's the word. Because the intelligence that has been given to you, I said the intelligence that has been given to you is an intelligence that makes people pay for your fees. And unfortunately, you didn't suffer to sow. But may you never make a, a repeat of that mistake in yeah. Jesus' name. Yeah. Whatever suffering we have to endure whilst we are here on earth, so that we can live our lives for eternity when this place is past, may you, may you be able to do it in Jesus' name. So that when we transition from here to the next level, you look back and say, it was worth it. And even you will see it here before you even say it was worth it. You will see it here before you go to the next place. Hallelujah. So I'm continuing. And and, and I want to bring to your attention that 
I'm just making one point and maybe one example. You see, the new life that we have received from Jesus Christ demands us to live for him, not for us. And the reason is that he lived a life here in the presence of Satan and defeated Satan. Your enemy is not your grandmother or the witch in a village. No, 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 no. Your enemy is not the witch in the village. Your real enemy is Satan who has decided that anything that is created of God, he will fight it because he couldn't fight God himself. So he's fighting God through fighting you. But thank God for Jesus who has come and demonstrated to us how to defeat Satan in the, on his own territory. Jesus came on earth and put on whatever form we are to show us how to defeat Satan in the presence of Satan. And if we would follow him, you would defeat Satan. Or Rather put it this way, you would enforce the defeat that Jesus won for you. You would enforce it. I said, every victory that Christ had over Satan, as you live for Jesus, you would have that victory. You will have it. But there's a price to pay to accept that it's not about me. It's about Jesus. And I have good news for you. It doesn't have to be about you for your needs to be met. Let me say it again. It doesn't have to be about you for your needs to be met. In fact, your needs are quickly met when it's not about you, but it's about the provider. If I send somebody here right now, and say, go to Pretoria and go and collect something for me. Do you think it is the person's responsibility to think of transport? Is it, do you think it's, it's the person's responsibility to think of what to eat on the journey? It is my responsibility because the person is moving because of me. And I'm here to tell you that, listen, living for Jesus as you have received new life by believing in him as a son of God puts the cost of your existence here on God himself. He has, otherwise, he's unrighteous God. I said, otherwise, he's unrighteous God. How can somebody live for you and, and, and make the person bear their cost of living for you. You don't do that, would you? I said, you don't do that, would you? And why would God do that? I said, why would God do that? I promise you, if you determine in your heart to live for Jesus, having received the new life, God would meet every need of yours without even having to pray about it. You see it for yourself. 
and you stand as a testimony that indeed he is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God, our provider. But you can't live for him if you don't obey him. I said you can't live for him if you don't obey him. In Luke chapter 6, verse 46 or 47, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord? Why call ye me Lord? And do not the things which I say. If it's your Lord, if you are, if because when somebody is your Lord, you, 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 you do, you are to do the, 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 the will of the person. So the question is asking the people is why do you call me Lord? And do not the things which I say. Therefore, our goal as Christians, as people that have received new life from the Lord Jesus, is to do what he says. I said, is to do what he says. By so doing, we will be delivered from living under the management of Satan and living under the management of God. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 6, to whom you yield yourself to obey, the, the, whoever you yield yourself to obey, that person's servant you are. So to disobey God and not to live according to the words of your Savior, my Savior, our Lord Jesus, is to submit ourselves to be managed by Satan. Because the Bible says, Know ye not. Please write it in English for us. Don't you realize this simple fact? Why is it a mystery to you? A fact that is so obvious. Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? In other words, whoever you choose to obey. You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death. Or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. And I'm here to tell you point number two. If you are looking for points. Is that one of your greatest obstacles to living the new life that you have received from Jesus Christ is the company you choose to keep. Most of you are not living the new life that you have because you are not willing to sacrifice the company you choose to keep. In fact, I will not call it sacrifice because when you throw away the wrapper of a chocolate, you are not sacrificing the wrapper. Are you with me? Yeah. It's, it's rubbish. That must be done away with. I said it's rubbish. That must be done away with. So it can't be sacrificed. In the same way, you see, stop arguing about 
this about that. It is a proven fact that the company you keep would affect you. You play with it to your own head. You play with it to allow Satan into your life. I don't know how to say it. I'm a Christian today. After over 30 years of being born again. Because I changed my company. Not because I'm strong-willed. Not because I saw what I'm seeing now. But because I changed my company. I had to change my company. They were my close friends. We were together for years. We did bad things together. Calling it enjoyment. And I don't know what, what was enjoyment about drinking. I'm thinking to myself, what is enjoyment about drinking? Something that is destroying your life and you are saying it's, it's fun. Fun? Fun? I don't know what fun it is. You're on high on drugs and you are saying it's fun. Go ahead. Go on. Enjoy it. You will discover when it is finished that there's nothing fun about it. You see, some of the things God says we shouldn't do, it's not about God. Though. What does God lose when you are drinking or you are smoking and you are doing all the foolish things? What does God, what does, what, what has it got to do with God? What, what does God lose? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. What does God lose? If you are allowing yourself to sleep with all the girls, what does God lose? Is it God who will die? Is it God who can stay with one woman after he decides to marry because you have been having sex all around? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know why we feel like it's like, it's like God is jealous because he can't do some of the things we are doing. That's why he doesn't want us to do. Listen. He's not jealous. It's for your good. I said it's for your good. He knows something that you don't know. Hallelujah. You have to change your friends. You have to change your friends. You have to. It's a must. Look. There's, there's nothing more, more accessible to either make or destroy the new life that you have in Jesus than through your friends. Because we saw as we prayed that the two guys, as they were going, you see, it, it's, it's the company you keep. As the two of them had the same mind, they could interestingly discuss the same thing. And that brought the presence of Jesus to them. By the end it was finished, their eyes were open. You see, they, because they had company with Jesus, they received, their eyes were open, they saw him. And Jesus also explained to them the scriptures. They had a private interview with Jesus. They had a private session with Jesus because they decided to, to meditate and to discuss 
not having the answers, but discussing. It opened the door for, for Jesus to come. What do you discuss with your company that you have? Are you surprised that every time you are hearing demons telling you, go and hang yourself. Life is not worth it. Are you surprised? It's because of the company you keep. Change it. Satan will no longer have access to you. I'm yet to find out from those who always do things to keep on high that when they are low, how do they feel? <laughs> I, I just want to know the in-between, the high, the highs. I just want to know. They should just tell me. Anyway, I'm progressing. So in Corinthians, the same Second Corinthians chapter 6, you see, Paul wrote, verse 1, he wrote, he wrote about, as God's partners, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and ignore it. In other words, the grace of God that has caused you to receive a new life, don't let it go waste. And he spoke and spoke and spoke about how they have opened their hearts to love them and he expects them to love but then i think verse 12 or so thirteen. i'm asking you to respond as if you were our own children open your hearts to us verse 14. he gives them the next advice you see, he says that the new life that you have received, the new life in the new life that you have received in verse 15 of chapter 5, that you are not to live for yourself but to live for Jesus. It's a gift, it's a gift, it's a blessing. Your own life is a mess in the eyes of God. But God in his love has given you a new one to start afresh. He says, don't let that gift go waste. And he spoke to them, hear us, hear us. And then he went on to the next advice. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. Oh, yes. Don't team up. Who is it that talks to you most of the time? Do they believe the things you believe? Is there evidence in their lives that they believe the things you, you believe? You see, as we are watching the play, the other lady said, you were advising me to go and kill my father and my mother. Now as time has passed, thank God I didn't listen to you. As time has passed, do you see me? Do you see yourself? And thank God that she was brave six. Kneel down and be born again. She must be born again. That's an akazo. It's like, listen, I'm not going to play games with you. We've played the games enough. Can't you see where you are going? Be born again. Kneel down and be born again. Receive Christ now. Now, now. You say, ah, is it by force? Yes, it's by force. Yes, it's by force. Because you are my friend. 
And if I love you, and I can see that you're on your way to self-destruction and to a life that will bring nothing, I must stand in your way and tell you, I will never allow you. You must be born again. Some of you, your friends are not born again because your plea is not strong. Hallelujah. So he says to them, don't team up. Don't team up with unbelievers. And most of us, that's exactly what we do. You see, somebody is advising us and telling us that we have received newness of life. The grace, the, the unmerited favor should not be wasted. And begins to address how it can be wasted by telling them, don't team up with those who have not received the same thing. Don't team up with them. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? You see, you may not, you may not want to believe it, but when a person has not received Jesus Christ and has not gone on to live for Christ, but still living their own life, Satan is the one in control of them. How can you, under the control of Jesus Christ, be advised by a friend who Satan is controlling? It looks like, oh, it's just, we are just friends. But what you don't understand is that you are opening your life for Satan to, to come in. I want to give you an example in the Bible of the results, the life that you have depending on who is controlling you. <laughs> and I'll be done. Mark chapter 5. Oh, I, Father, thank you for controlling my life. Help me to always submit to your control. Help me. Help me. Deliver me from myself. Deliver me from myself. And the deceptions that are operating in my life. May I always be subject to you. May I always be subject to your word. Help me, Jesus, I pray. And I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that the same will happen to them, Lord. That we will never find ourselves under the control of Satan. Now that we have received Jesus, the free gift of new life, may we live for you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. So they arrived at the other side of the lake in the region of the garrisons. When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out of a cemetery. Yeah. When Satan is in control of you, you stay in places that is not to be stayed. You, you give yourself to things that will take you nowhere. When he can... Let's move on. This man, this man, not, not Jesus, this man possessed by the evil spirit lived among the burial caves and could no longer be restrained even with a chain. Restrained from who and for what? Whenever he was put in chains and shackles as he often was, he snapped the chains from his wrist and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Day and night, a living person 
walking among the dead. Howling and cutting himself. Not cutting somebody. Cutting himself. I said, when Satan is working in your life, I said, when Satan is working in your life, he destroys you. Though you don't realize it. You will call it fun. You will call it freedom. But what you don't know is that there's nothing freedom about cutting yourself. Verse 6. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him and ran to meet him and bowed low before him. With a shake, he screamed, Why are you interfering with me? Jesus, son of the most high God. In the name of God, I beg you, don't torture me. May every demon in your life be tortured out of your life in Jesus' name. For Jesus had already said to the spirit. Those of you who don't believe in spiritual things. And you think, oh, it's me who is doing it. It's not you who is doing it. There is a spirit that is making you do it. How come you want to sleep with anything in scared? How come? How come? You call it life? It's not life. Listen, let me say to those of you boys that are slaughters. Listen, listen. Listen to me, listen to me. You see, Satan is, you see, Satan believes God, but he doesn't obey God. So, he doesn't wait to see God's work in your life come to pass before he starts to attack you. He will attack you when there's nothing to see. He prepares his traps. Now, one of the traps that Satan does is after you have slept with a lot of girls, the one that will be a true blessing to your life when you marry because of the blessing that is upon their lives may not be as good in sex like the many girls you have slept with. So what will happen is that, what will happen is that you will not be able to stay with her. And, and, and it's not because she doesn't do well in bed. It's because you are too perfect in bed. You are too good. Because because, because, listen, listen. You have been trained by the many girls that you have slept with. And therefore, she's not able to match them in any way. So all of a sudden, you are saying the food is not tasty. You see, the food is normal taste. But because you have eaten food with a lot of salt, all of a sudden, you are complaining that the salt is not enough. The salt is normal. The salt is normal. The salt is normal. And mind you, Satan's aim, Satan's aim is for you to move away from anything that will hinder his work in your life. Just in case you don't know. 
This is just by the way. Jesus had already said to him, to the spirit, come out of the, evil, of the man, if you evil spirit. Then Jesus demanded, what is your name? He replied, my name is Legion because there are many of us inside this man. Then the evil spirit begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. Evil spirits are territorial. That's why some of you, you must move out of certain territories to be free. Okay, so there happened to be a large swine, blah, blah, blah. Just jump to the place where Jesus, the people asked Jesus to leave. Now, I'm showing you two lives. The one that Satan is in control and the one that Jesus is the one in charge. Please, please move on to the next verse. And Jesus was getting into the boat. The man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. But what did Jesus say? No. Go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been to you. So the man started off to visit the ten towns of that region and began... You see, the man who was in this... When he was living for himself, he was under full demonic control, living a life of stone cutting. I don't know whether he was tattooing himself or whatever it is, but he was busy doing, cutting himself, inflicting pain to himself. But after he met Jesus, he found a new life, no longer about him, but a new life about Jesus. The same person. I said the same person. With a new life from Jesus. Began to live in a different way. He no longer was living among the dead. But he was living among the living. I said, you see, even though he went from town to town. Proclaiming what God has done. Is it? And he began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. You see, this is the same person that people, they wanted to bind him and keep him away from them. But you see, when he met Jesus and decided to live the new life Jesus instructed him to live, he began to be an amazement to people. He began to be accepted freely among the living. No longer living among the dead. The life that Jesus offers us is a life that is worth living. It's a life away from the dead into the life of the living. You walk in it and your life would be a fulfilling one. I said you walk in it and your life do you think he was cutting himself? No. Because now he was beginning to enjoy living. He was beginning to see that his life is not as useless as the enemy had made it. I'm here to tell you that the new life that Christ has given to you because of your faith in him would never make you feel useless. It will make 
you know and believe and see for yourself that is worth living. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. I wanted to pray to God. Some of you that have received this new life, say, Lord, help me to live it. Whatever price I have to pay, help me to pay that price. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. It's a, there's a price to pay, but it's a good life. It's a life under your loving control. It's a life that is, is your mercy. It's your grace. I want to live this life. Where I'm not a center of my life, but you are the center of my life. I thank you. I thank you for this privilege. I thank you for this opportunity. Oh, Father, I pray. I pray. I pray, oh Lord, that by your spirit, the Holy Spirit, our hearts shall be open. We shall understand and see your goodness that is bestowed on us when we have accepted Jesus Christ. That to live for you is to live a victorious life. That to live for you is to go away from the management of Satan. And that to live for you guarantees us the provisions of our life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I pray. I pray for every life that is here, Lord. And whatever has hindered every life that has received you and prevents them from li living for you. I plead your work and I plead your power to set them free. Stay in their hearts, oh Lord, a sincere desire and a passion, no matter what the cost, to live for you. I thank you. And I pray for them who must know you today, for them who must receive your new life today, that Satan, I cancel and I curse every hold that you have on them. I set them free to hear the voice of God inviting them this afternoon. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I wanted to pray to God. The Lord is speaking to somebody. Tell him that you want to hear him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Pray, pray. Lord, I, I would hear you. I'm ready. I'm ready for you, Jesus. I know that I'm filthy, but I still want you, Jesus. I'm coming to you just as I am. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, it's only by you. Oh, let no life perish under the sound of my voice. Oh, let them know the peace. The peace of receiving Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Exalt yourself amongst us as we pray. Exalt yourself. For I have spoken the truth of your word. Confirm by stretching forth your hands to heal and to deliver. To set free them that are oppressed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy
You just want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to be controlled by Satan any longer. I want this new life that Jesus brings. I want this new life that Jesus offers. And therefore, I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. I want to receive him as the Son of God who came and died for my sins. I want to receive as, him as the one by whose blood my sins will be forgiven. And I will be counted as righteous in the eyes of God. And I want to walk in this new life that he brings. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You want to say, Pastor, if that is what it means to be born again, then I want it. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift it up high. Lift it up. I want to pray with you. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Let's respect and reverence the presence of the Lord here. For some people have to make a decision. And we want to remove every hindrance and every obstacle that the enemy will want to put in their way to prevent them by keeping our eyes closed that they feel free. They are not doing a bad thing yet. Satan is telling them everyone is watching. Let's help them by closing our eyes as they lift up their hands. You want to say, Pastor, Please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender and receive him as my Lord and Savior. That I will receive from him a new life. I want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You are here and you are born again. But you have not really lived the way you ought to have lived. It was almost like you, you are not born again. But you know that you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But you feel in your spirit that, Lord, I, I, I feel so far away from you. And I want to come back to you. I want to come back to you by rededicating my life to you. Also lift up your hands. I want to pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Lift it up high. You want to rededicate. You are born again. You know you are born again. But you have gone so far that it's almost like you are not born again. But you know you are born again. Therefore, you want to say, Pastor, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand, Father. Yes, Father, look at these hands. They are rededicating their lives to you. They are rededicating their lives to you. Thank you. Those of you that are rededicating your lives, I want you to come out and pray for you. I want to lay hands on you. Thank you. If you say go, we will go. Please move the pulpit back. If you if say, you go, say go, oh, Shaboru Kataya, we will go. Thank you, Jesus. If you say wait, we, we will wait. If you say step out of the waters and they say, Say go.
shall be a light. A light. A light. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray for stability. I pray for stability. I pray for stability. I pray for stability. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for your peace. Your light. They shall shine in this life. They shall never go back. Oh, yes. Thank you. Dedication. Commitment. I shut every door of the enemy into these lives. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, do only what you can do. Oh, yes. Do in this life. Precious works. Never to turn back. Never to go back. Oh, yes, Jesus. Jesus, it's only you, it's only you. A new life, a fresh life. Oh, thank you. Deception shall no longer work in you. Because the Lord has closed every door of the enemy into your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, commitment. Commitment. Commitment and stability. You shall never backslide again. You shall never backslide again. Whatever was enticing, I curse it. It shall lose its power by you. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for stability. Thank you for stability. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You know, those of you that keep standing here, I'm not finished with you. Those of you that gave your life to Jesus today, I want you to come. Just make a way in the middle here. Just, I want them to come. I want to pray for them. You also stand. Oh, you are special people. Thank you, Jesus. Those who gave your life to Jesus, I want you to come. Those who received the book, just come quickly. I want to pray for you. You know, whatever it is, it's spiritual. It's spiritual. It's, it's not by human wisdom. Thank you. Where are they? Please bring them. Those who gave their lives to Christ today that received the books. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Come, come, bring them to me. I want to see them and pray for them. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Come, come. I want to believe in prayers because the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. And as a servant of God, I believe and as I cry unto the Lord for you, the Lord, by His Spirit, shall manifest in your life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. 
want you to say this prayer with me. Those of you and all of us who are standing here, let's say this prayer together. Heavenly Father, I thank you that your love for me never fails. And I thank you for today as I come to you just as I am. I repent of living my own life of doing my own things. And I come to you to submit to you as my God. You will direct me. You will teach me which way to go. And I will obey. Thank you for forgiveness of my sins. I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I confess that he came on earth. He died and rose again on the third day. Seated at your right hand. By his blood, I am washed of every guilt of sin. And by his blood, I will come before you daily to seek mercy and to seek grace time of need. Thank you, Jesus, for my salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for the new life that I've received of you. Anoint me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you from today going forward. Father, thank you for these precious lives. They shall never be the same. They shall never be the same. The miracle of your salvation would operate mightily in their lives. They shall know you in spirit and in truth. And they shall become a living testimony as their lives manifest in oneness. Let them lack nothing. Let them lack nothing. That they may know I break every covenant that was with the enemy. And I declare it illegal because you have taken over as God. Therefore, Satan, take off your hands in Jesus' name. They belong to Jesus. Lord, lead them by your spirit and by your spirit alone. Guide them. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Good. You know what? As I was praying, I felt I should meet you in person. So I haven't finished the service, but I'll leave it for somebody to finish it so that I can talk to you. Amen. So that I can talk to you. So I wanted to go with our... Who is there to guide us? Yes, okay. I wanted to go with our sister there. Make sure you take everything that belongs to you so that you don't have to come back here. We'll have our communion there and everything. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Put your hands together for Jesus. Take everything that belongs to you. I want to talk to you. You see, your, 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 what you have done shows that the Holy Spirit is here. Because it's not, it's not what I said. It's not what I said. It's the Holy Spirit who is here drawing people to God through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 
We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on loyaltyhousesouthafrica.org.